Welcome to the Metal Chick Podcast. I am the heavy metal hunters, Carrie Z. Thanks for tuning in. For this episode's review, I will be sharing my thoughts on Marilyn Manson's The Pale Emperor. The show notes for this episode can be found at metalchickpodcast.com. So I am without a doubt a thrash metal fan. Heavy bass lines, screaming guitars, heart-pounding drums, the high energy from band really gets me going. I was first introduced to Marilyn Manson on their Smells Like Children tour when I was in the Navy, living on the East Coast. I'm pretty sure we went out of our way to see him at least two more times on that tour, I think. Happily driving to other East Coast cities for a chance to see this band that had just so absolutely caught my attention. When Antichrist Superstar came out, I seriously couldn't freaking get enough of the band and this just insane shock rocker. We saw Manson some crazy amount of times. I don't even know how many times on the Dead to the World tour. Like a gazillion. I don't know. I spent more money on that freaking tour than I ever have probably on all the concerts I've seen all together. I swear, I honestly don't even know how many times. Marilyn Manson was my rock and roll drug, and I took sadistic delight in torturing my roommate by playing songs that genuinely kind of frightened her. And before you think badly of me, trust me when I say she fucking deserved it. To this day, Antichrist Superstar has been my all-time favorite album by Marilyn Manson. Just the raw energy, the super interesting concept, super intricate lyrics, and of course, just the pure loudness. The pure obnoxiousness of the album, quite frankly, solidified its place in my heavy metal heart. Both Mechanical Animals and Hollywood was, it was, they were okay for me. They were good, but not comparable to Antichrist Superstar by any sense of the word. Age of Grotesque, not a personal favorite. To be honest with you, I didn't even purchase the next three albums. I listened to them, was summarily unimpressed, and simply kept Antichrist Superstar on my iPod pretty much forever. I just, I never wanted to think of Marilyn Manson as toned down. I always wanted to keep that mental impression of this shock rocker who pushed the envelope and created such a furious frenzy among parents and religious leaders. I never wanted to give up that impression of this man that could inspire picket lines and riots. So fast forward to April 27th, 2014. The trailer for an upcoming TV show called Salem, it kind of, it, it piqued my interest. It was WGN's first original scripted series and the trailer was like, it was dark and intriguing and it looked to have really beautiful camera work. The series theme song started as a twangy, catchy, dark beat, which I genuinely liked immediately. And as soon as Marilyn Manson's distinct voice began singing, pound me the witch drums, the witch drums, better pray for hell, not hallelujah, I freaking sat up straighter. I hit pause, whipped out my smartphone and began scouring the web for anything I could find on the song. Because the song was his debut into the wonderful world of television and movie scoring. And in my opinion, it was the perfect introduction. I mean, like, seriously perfect. The TV show is amazing, and the theme song is just killer. As an added bonus, I came to find out the track Killing Strangers was part of the soundtrack of the movie John Wick, which pretty damn fitting if you've ever seen the movie. So for the first time in literally like a decade, my interest had again been piqued by one of my all-time favorite musicians. So when The Pale Emperor came out, I probably listened to it about a, maybe a dozen times before I could even say if I liked it or not. Was it Antichrist Superstar and the provocative singer I loved so dearly? Not at all. But was it a good album? Dark? Sinister? Interesting? Yeah, most definitely. I would definitely say that. 
I'd read somewhere that his role on Sons of Anarchy, another one of my favorite shows, kind of rejuvenated him. That it, I don't know, brought him back to the world of the living, if you will. Surrounded by just exceptional actors and actresses and kind of impressing the world with his own acting abilities because he was really good on that show. For me, The Pale Emperor, just the whole album has a very bluesy vibe. And there's a part of me like that just, it's, I'm like, ugh, this fucking sucks. This is not Manson. This is sissy shit. But there's another part of me that kind of begrudgingly snaps, oh, shut the fuck up. This shit is good. Get off your heavy metal high horse and listen to the damn thing. Released on the band's own label, Hell, etc. The album is good. I can't, I just can't stand up and shout like, this album is the fucking cat's meow. Because I'd totally be lying. Sometimes it's somewhat boring in my opinion. It seems to lack that Hellcat pizzazz that turned me onto the band from the get-go. And some of the songs are lyrically interesting. Some of them are musically interesting, but lyrically boring. Some of them are pretty fucking obnoxiously repetitive, too. The opening track, Killing Strangers and The Devil Beneath My Feet, have some of the most, I mean, the most redundant lyrics. But I can't deny the groove to the song, so that kind of makes up for it, I guess. But some, like the straightforward rock song, Deep Six, or Third Day of a Seven Day Binge, they get stuck in your head. Catchy hooks, truly toe-tapping beats. Oh, I can't get them out of my freaking head. The guitar work in the Mephistopheles of Los Angeles. I think that really stood out to me. Again, there's this like bluesy vibe to it, but it, I really liked it. Worship My Wreck was somewhat monotonous, but to me it was one of the songs most reminiscent of early albums. So kind of rocketed up to my favorite. Whatever. Slave Only Dreams to be King and Birds of Hell Awaiting are they're just okay. Odds of Even, Extremely Straight Up Blues, which I kind of liked. Deep Six was probably my favorite song on the album. It was the only one that, that like really freaking got me going. Overall, I thought this was a good album. It did take me a while to warm up to it, but that could just be my own bias and resistance to anything not hard-hitting. We did buy the deluxe version, which I honestly wouldn't recommend. The three additional tracks were just acoustic versions of the other tracks, so... Unless you're into that sort of thing, then I highly do recommend it. But, like, for me, I genuinely don't care. Marilyn Manson set out to make an album that was very different, and in that regards, he definitely succeeds. If you're a diehard Manson fan, you'll probably like this album. If you're into crossover genres or stoner goth, then you'll definitely love this album. If you're into thrash metal or shock metal, this album will most likely put you to sleep. However... In my opinion, it's a definite step in the right direction, and I'm hoping his next one will be a little less safe. And that'll do it. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. It's free and it's easy. Just search for Metal Chick Podcast and it comes right up. If you have a smartphone and are unsure of how to subscribe, head on over to MetalChickPodcast.com because there are easy instructions on the site to help you out. If you're into social media, you can find me on all the platforms. Just go to MetalChickPodcast.com and click on the social media icon of your choice. Again, thank you so very much for taking the time to listen to me and keep on rocking.